hold him in prayer while well, all of the Perkins, the Lord would keep his hand on them and use them in a special way. And uh, then, of course, safety as they drive. Uh, well, they're probably there now, um, but driving back, the Lord would keep his hand on them. And then our time here together as well in the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the goodness that you've established and provided and blessed us with so very much. We ask you, Lord God, to meet with us today. Help us, Lord Jesus. Bless the Perkins, O God, and use them in a special way now in Homer. I pray, God, your anointing be upon them. The ability that you give, Lord, as an oracle of God, let him speak powerfully. Minister, Lord, to every need. Keep them safe on the road. Bless and protect, Lord. Bless all of our teachers today. Let your hand be upon each one, each class. And we thank you for your precious word. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, amen, amen. Thank the Lord. A very important uh, topic here today, my part. Everybody say my part. My part. In the kingdom of God. Amen. You have a part in the kingdom of God? Yes, you do. Yes. Amen. And that aspect is one that we've got to commit ourselves to, um, to understand, so that we fulfill it. Uh, in the measure that God expects us to, and then move into that realm um, like, uh, like he wants us to. The devil is not going to sit on his hands, as we say. Uh, he's going to be very upset. He's going to be uh, very opposed. And so understand, uh, it's a battle. But you have a part. Praise God. And I'm thankful that uh, the Lord is able to minister uh, through his power, through his word in our lives. Let's take a look at the focus verse, Matthew 25, 14 and 15. This is the parable of the talents. And we know, uh, now, let, let's consider this for a moment. There's a great deal going on in our culture about equity, equality, all kinds of stuff. How come one was given five talents. One was given two. One was given one. Why is that disparity there in the parable? Or is it disparity? Um, what do you think? Sister Sherry? Right, and productivity was what uh, was the outcome. The one with five got five, the one with two got two. Unfortunately, uh, the one talent man buried his talent. So a lot of lessons that come out of that parable. And remember also the parable that the Lord told about the landowner hiring somebody at the beginning of the, the day and then hiring uh, others at the end of the day and paying them both or all the same. Um, he's God. And uh, we let him be God. Amen. <laughs> and if salvation has been your part for 50 years, praise God. Or if you've only been filled with the Holy Ghost for two months, praise God. 
Amen. Brother Mike. And that reference again? 9.15, the Lord declaring, I'll have compassion, I'll have mercy. And thank God he included us. Amen. And because of that, we have a part. Amen. Sister Phoebe. And tell us again how old your mother was when she was baptized. Uh, 91. 91. More than 91. Baptized in the precious name of Jesus Christ. And, and uh, the circumstances of that, she was in the hospital, and it was a, uh, a hospice. Okay. Well, the Lord's God of all time. And it was a whirlpool bath? Right. So the therapy uh, of the whirlpool or the bath, whatever, uh, placed on that stretcher, lowered into the water in the name of Jesus Christ. That counts. Amen. Amen. 91, it counts. Praise God. And that gave her a part. Amen. And uh, only days left in her life on this earth. But oh my, the mercy and the compassion, that, uh, the reference there that Mike shared. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion. And thank God that included me, that included you, and includes many more. The Lord's not run out of compassion or mercy yet. And I love that reference in Lamentations 3, 22 and 23, that every morning it's new and his compassions fail not. It's of his mercies that we are not consumed. Now, uh, I'll, I'll often, I'll often um, consider the consuming, you know, being judgment. But... Uh, just think of how the Lord protects you from being consumed uh, by the devil's lies, by his deceit, by the mistreatment of people, by you know, any number of threats and difficulties that we may face. The Lord keeps you from being consumed because of his mercies. Why does he do that? You have a part. Amen. So thank the Lord that we are able to step into the realm of salvation and know that it's not all gimme, gimme, gimme uh, in terms of God's blessing, God's protection, God's presence, but it's a, uh, a passing on of uh, the truth and the blessing that God has given to us and uh, the help and the touch of the Lord 
that has been there. Okay, so uh, you can go ahead and put the scripture up, and we'll just summarize it here again as we have in recognizing that um, the, I hate to call it disparity, what's a better word? Uneven? <laughs> uh, uh, there's no getting around it. One got five, one got two, one got one. But um, the blessing that came uh, to those who used what they had, I guess that's what it comes down to, isn't it? They used what they had. Now, there was no expectation that they doubled. There was no requirement that they doubled. In fact, uh, okay, let's go to verse uh, uh, 16. I'm trying to see if there is a, a requirement here. No, there was no requirement. There was no expectation. Um, it just outright says the one with five talents made mo five more. And the one with two made two more. And so we recognize, okay, obviously there's something that is uh, going to happen when you're busy uh, in the kingdom of God. Uh, when you recognize uh, what's eternal is what's important. Um, we, well, lots of things are important in our life. You got to make your car payment. You got to make your house payment. You got to pay for the food that's on your table and the clothes that are in your closet, blah, blah, blah. We know all of that. But the kingdom of God, that's what we want to uh, have our main focus on. And uh, so what does that mean? Our main focus on the kingdom of God. It sounds good, doesn't it? Easy for me to stand up here and say. But what does it mean? My focus needs to be on the kingdom of God. Let me have your input on that thought. I mean, it's pretty obvious, but uh, we need to state it in terms of understanding and commitment because it's just floating around out here. Yeah, I, I need to have the kingdom of God as my focus. Okay, so what are you going to do? <laughs> That's what it comes down to, Sister Donna. Okay, so the point being, day to day, I need to look at my, uh, my life and see um, how do I fit it in? How do I fit the kingdom of God in? Not, not that it's separate, it, that's what we're living, you know, we're, we're living this. But how do I remain conscious of it while I'm... Uh, fixing breakfast, getting ready for work, uh, fulfilling my daily responsibilities, coming in contact with, with people throughout the day, what am I going to do to show my part in the kingdom of God? 
See, that's what it comes down to. And I agree with what Sister Donna is saying. I've got to be able to fit it in and, and make sure I fit it in so that it's not compartmentalized and say, okay, Sunday morning, time for me to go to church, time for me to put on a smile, time for me to put on church clothes and be in the kingdom. Oh, it's more than that. Kale. Sharing, yeah, and sharing truth, uh, because that's a, I don't want to call it a commodity, <laughs> uh, an element, I'll call it, a component of our walk with God that a lot of people have no clue, no idea. And so your life needs to be that witness, even a silent witness, but hopefully you'll have enough courage to speak up and share because that's what we need to do. Amen. And, um, and let the Lord know that we're, we're thrilled with what we have. And well done, thou good and faithful servant, is what the, the, uh, the one who gained five, the one who gained two, is what they heard. But oh my goodness, what condemnation came to the one who... Now, in his defense... He, he didn't want to risk. He didn't want to take a chance. So he buried the talent so that he could return it in full. Didn't lose anything. No value compromised. Here it is. Thou wicked and slothful servant. Ooh, that hurts. That's harsh. But again, the expectation of what God has of, of his people is what we've got to operate on and understand, okay, I'm, I'm not here for a free ride. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on a pilgrimage. I'm not in a picnic. And um, I need to make sure that I'm following through on the will of God. Okay, let's, let's, let's consider here. What could he have done? And I guess that begs the question, what those others do? How did they get double? And, um, and, and you stop and think about it, too. Uh, five is quite a bit. Two is quite a bit. So one? Surely, surely there could have been an increase. Kale? Okay, if he had an understanding of what, uh, what he needed to produce or work at or fulfill, you know, uh, but, but it, it, it was obvious that he did because the others did. There, you remember, there's three of them, and, and they, they produced. So, uh, you know, we, we don't want to come out with a, a guilt complex here by saying, oh no, I've got to do something. No, it, it's a, it's, you get to do something. And you get to do something of eternal value. Praise God. 
And um, I'm thankful that we can be successful in the natural things of life, and, uh, but being successful in the eternal things is what uh, uh, has got to become a, a, a priority. Brother Mike. Is that, is that the passage that goes on and they claim we've done many mighty works in your name? Now, how can that be? Now, it, it, it would almost seem that if they uh, uh, read again what they did, we did many wonderful works in your name, we prophesied in your name, Cast out devils in your name. That's pretty powerful. How can that not be approved? How can the conclusion of that be, depart from me, I never knew you? Mr. Donna? That, that could be the aspect of, uh, of they were obtaining the glory. Uh, they were expecting the glory instead of giving the lo- glory to the Lord. And that, unfortunately, that happens. Uh, you tune in to a lot of television evangelists, and uh, there's a great deal of claim uh, that uh, in their ministry that they would make as far as power and, and uh, demonstration and miracles and so on. And by the way, I need a new jet airplane to be able to travel to my next conference. Would you please give? Well, uh, that's, the, you know, that's the problem. That's the problem. Now, let me say before I forget the thought. <laughs> There's obviously, uh, in, in this passage, again, Matthew 7... 21 to 23, in that passage, there's obviously a deeper relationship that the Lord is expecting. Not to say that the mighty works are surface. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying there's got to be a deeper relationship, a solid relationship with the Lord, so that he does not say, I never knew you. As it boggles my mind that they could claim they've done these things in his name. And yet he says, depart from me. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear, you wicked servant. <laughs> don't want to hear it at all. Brother Mike and then Sister Phoebe. Okay. Uh, is that 1 Corinthians 15, uh, 3, 15? Maybe find that and we'll read it. And while he's looking at that, uh, the, the change from glory to glory is, what I'm, is the one I'm looking for. Sister Phoebe.
He does. It's very possible, very possible that they did not know the fullness of the covenant and the redemption uh, that uh, that the Word of God has for us. And, uh, and we know in today's uh, church realm there are millions, unfortunately, who have not stepped into that. Now remember also, I believe it's Acts 19, those seven sons of Sceva come marching out feeling like they're going to do a mighty work for the Lord. And they encountered that demoniac, and we adjure you in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. Come out. Well, what came out? <laughs> Not what they expected. They got a beating, all seven of them, and ran out of that place. Uh, you know, their garments torn, their faces bloody, probably. I mean, it wasn't a pretty picture. So it's nothing to play with. It's nothing to uh, just assume that you can step into the realm of power. I've got a part in the kingdom of God, and I'm going to do this. Uh, the devil's a mighty foe. Uh, the, uh, Peter doesn't say he's a roaring lion, uh, just to give you a, a mental image of uh, the king of the beasts coming after you. Now, he knows what that feels like. And, uh, and unfortunately, he... He stumbled and fell with those three denials. He knows what it sounds like, that roar to be in his heart and in his, in his mind. And so he gives the warning, but yet we know um, uh, you, can, you can abide safely and you can be powerful. But you really have to have the relationship with the Lord. And uh, that's why when we repent, we're asking the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive us and to cleanse us by his blood. When we're baptized, it's the focus on the name above every name, the name of Jesus Christ. When you're filled with the Holy Ghost, it's the spirit of Jesus Christ. It, all the focus is on him. That's how we get to know him and uh, not have the depart from me. Brother Mike. Yeah, that uh, from glory to glory. Okay, so we're looking, and, and that's 2 Corinthians 5, 18, 3, 18, 3, 18, 2 Corinthians. So we're beholding it, we're, we're looking at it, we're, we're seeking it. And then we allow the change through the Spirit as we go from glory to glory. Now, oftentimes, especially in the charismatic realm, it's just a, woo, you know, we had a powerful service it was so powerful, we didn't even have preaching. Praise God. <laughs> uh, but it's, um, it, it's got to be a greater understanding that that power comes to change you. That power comes to free you. That power comes to make you in his image. And it doesn't come any other way. So that's what we've got to be committed to. That's where we've got to be able to walk and be able to survive and, and continue on uh, because of the, uh, the blessings that are given there. Now, let's go back to the talents. Uh, when, 
when the master says, well done, thou good and faithful servant, thou hast been faithful over little. Is that, am I confusing the passages here? Uh, you'll, you'll be ruler over more? Is that what it says? Okay. Uh, go ahead and put verse 21 up, uh, Brother Aaron, please. Because uh, I, I want to emphasize the aspect here that um, your work is not ignored. Your effort uh, is, doesn't go unappreciated. Your, uh, your faithfulness is rewarded. Okay? Enter thou into the joy of the Lord uh, is the, the final step. But the, look at the recognition. Well done. Good and faithful, faithful over a few things, I will make thee ruler over many things. Wow. How about that? The reward uh, almost seems limitless to me in, uh, in understanding how the Lord's going to react to that. Now again, we understand this is a parable, but the Lord used parables to, to teach spiritual truths of the kingdom, and, um, and we can look at, at many of them, but this one in particular, uh, showing those three servants given uh, uh, varying amounts of talents, then the accounting, ooh, let's talk about accountability, hmm, the scripture says, Every one of us is going to give an account to the Lord. You're going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Now, it's not going to be a salvation issue. That's the, that's the great white throne judgment. The judgment seat of Christ is reward. Paul said, you, uh, uh, every, every man's works are going to be tried by fire. You work with gold, silver, precious stones, or you work with wood, hay, and stubble. Pretty obvious which one is going to survive. Okay, so what does it mean to work with gold, silver, and precious stones as opposed to wood, hay, and stubble? How, how, how do we work with one set over the other. Uh, how, how do we avoid the confusion of uh, thinking that wood, hay, and stubble is going to be adequate? And, um, oh my, a bunch of things are going through my mind now. Price, cost, willingness, commitment. You know, it's, it's all there. And so I, I've got to I've got to understand, I can settle for man's assessment, man's evaluation. Wood, hay, stubble, that's good enough. It, it, the structure will go up. The, uh, the work will get done. Gold, silver, and precious stones. Oh, my goodness, I don't think I can afford that. I don't think I can make the commitment of the uh, long term. Uh, the long haul to uh, be able to afford that aspect. I've got other things I need to take care of. You see what I'm getting at? And, um, and so 
the understanding there has got to be I, I, I build with what the Lord is going to be pleased with, not what I'm going to be pleased with. And because um, it's easy, easy to use my evaluation, my idea of accountability, and, uh, and forget what the Lord would desire I put in place and know that I've got to um, move into that realm. So, I, okay, I've commented too much on that. I wanted to get your comments. What do you think? Wood, hand, stubble, gold, silver, precious stone. Sister Phoebe? More of a what? Common stuff, sure. Easily obtained. So you, okay, so uh, the, the, the lumber. Couldn't help but throw that in, Brother Rick. <laughs> and we go back to the pearl of great price. The man sold everything he had so that he could get that one pearl. It was precious to him. It was valuable. It was worth everything. And so... We understand, okay, the, uh, the gold, silver, precious stones are not just commodities that you uh, pursue on the market and, uh, and you check the newspaper, what's the silver price today, what's the gold price today, uh, what gems could I get. You know, there are people that do a lot of investment in that kind of stuff. They really pay attention to uh, all of that because they, they, they think... Well, a bank failed. Did you see that in the news? We're, we're on shaky ground. We really are. That's not doom and gloom. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, trying, to, I'm not trying to rattle that can of rocks. Uh, it's it's a, uh, a recognition of, of where we are. And what we've got to invest in, in the kingdom of God. And thank the Lord, you, uh, you have done very well in investing in the, in the kingdom. Praise God. But, but what, what do I put my hands to? Wood, hand, stubble, gold, silver, precious stones, and the fire is going to try the works. Now, again, it's not a matter of salvation. You're going, to be, you're going to be okay. But your reward is what you've got to be concerned about. And we started talking about accountability. Uh, we'll come back to that in a moment. Brother Levi. Okay. Um, and, and, and knowing the cost today... Oh my goodness, building materials are, are way, way up there. And so um, we, we recognize we're not talking, um, you know, just uh, a pittance. We, we know it, it's going to require an investment. But you measure that. You, you intentionally look at it and say, 
What am I going to use? What am I going to be satisfied with? What am I going to feel like I deserve a pat on the back for what I've done? And, and our measurement, again, our accountability is what we've got to be on guard against <laughs> because it's so easy to go easy on ourselves and, um, and we might lose. That's the problem. We might lose. Brother Mike and then Sister Amy. What passage in Corinthians are you looking at there? First Corinthians three. He's talking about being a wise master builder. Is that the part that deals with the works being tried by fire also? Okay, and then lively stones. You are lively stones, and uh, obviously a stone's not going to burn. And uh, he's talking about longevity there. How that you need to be a part of what's going to last, and. Uh, Thank the Lord, we can be. Amen. Streamy. Education, uh, uh, you're talking about education, life skills, um, uh, the various aspects there, various levels uh, that a child advances through. The spiritual development can't be left to chance. Oh, she'll get it. No, there's train up a child in the way it should go. That training is sometimes pretty intensive and uh, for an adult anyway let's say for an adult uh, but for a child you can make it fun you can make it daily you can give a reward um, all of those things and thank the Lord that's what God does to us <laughs> and um, and that's how we're able to to keep going amen brother Rick Yeah, the worth, right from the get-go, the worth is established. And uh, how, how are you going to use it? How, how are you going to uh, be able to apply it? And how is it going to last? You know, the three little pigs come to mind. 
How spiritual. <laughs> uh, what did he build with? Hay and sticks and bricks, right? And the wolf came to blow them down. And uh, fortunately, all three of them, all three of them escaped, right? They, they, they made it, even though their houses were destroyed. So, Lord, help us to escape. <laughs> Amen. Brother Thomas. And the process is the key word there, isn't it? There's got to be a process. And, um, and the purifying by fire is part of the process. Uh, silver uh, is heated uh, till it's molten. And uh, I've never done this. I've, I've read about it and heard about it. And um, the impurities rise to the top, the, the dross. And those impurities are scooped off and, uh, and then the, the, the process continues, and those impurities are scooped off again. Then pretty soon, you, all you have is pure silver, or 99.9% is how they qualify it and sell it to you in a bar. And, uh, and, and, and like I said, there are people who invest totally in metals and gems and don't trust the banks. And, uh, and then, then again, like I said, uh, a bank failing, we haven't seen that in a long time. And uh, so that needs to awaken us as to, again, the eternal values, the, um, the, the things that we invest in. And, and investing, I think you were, used that word invest. We invest time. We invest uh, treasure. We invest our talents, our abilities, our giftings, and, uh, and we invest those in the kingdom of God. That's, that's going to bring results. And, um, and thank the Lord, that's, that's where we can be. Okay, let's go to the outcome here. Um, oh, the, the, man, the man who buried his talent confessed right out, I was fearful. We can't be fearful. I mean, the, uh, the, I, I suppose there's an element of risk to some degree, but you can't let fear paralyze you. you you've got to step forward and, and be willing to risk. Now, that sounds like gambling, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm not talking about gambling. I'm talking about investing yourself in the kingdom of God. Attempting a work for the Lord. Oh, um, when we went to uh, Ketchikan, um, I knocked doors, door to door, and uh, invited them to our church in our apartment. <laughs> it wasn't very attractive, but we had to start somewhere. And, um, and we got some people to come. But um, uh, it was, you know, it was scary. 
and uh, you almost wish people weren't home to answer the door. And, uh, you know, just, uh, it just, uh, just part of the process. And then there are other methods of outreach that you, uh, that you do as well. And, and uh, I, I uh, beat the drum constantly about teaching Bible studies. And uh, I don't know how many times I got to, uh, this was Search for Truth, I got to Lesson 3, which was the beginning of the salvation message, and that was it. Boop, doors closed. And um, then, well, you just find somebody else. It's all you can do. You can't just sit there and, and, uh, and feel like nobody wants this. Somebody wants it. Somebody will listen. Somebody will learn and, and uh, desire to repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and then be filled with the Holy Ghost and live a godly life. Praise God. Because you're there to invest again and again. Sister Donna. And uh, the fear about losing, uh, that, that was their, your point. The fear of losing um, is, a, is a human reaction. It's a, a, a human evaluation in terms of, oh my, this may not work. And, uh, and I've been rejected and uh, had the door slammed and I've had uh, the tracks uh, thrown in the trash can and you know all of this sort of thing uh, and we feel like the rejection is there but it's not my name that they're baptized in it's not my spirit that they're filled with it's not my word that they have to believe it's his I represent him and uh, so uh, there may be those who turn away but there will be those who receive Praise God. And if you want to count that as winning and losing, um, you are going to win. <laughs> it is going to happen. Praise God. But you're right. We, we oftentimes think, oh, no, this is a losing battle. And, um, and we do have to weigh things out in terms of, uh, of what we're doing. Because we will end up at times feeling like we're beating our head against the wall. And, and I know we pray, God bless what we're doing. But we really need to pray, Lord help me to do what you're blessing. See the difference? That, that's what we need to pray.
and, and the work of God being very important. Now, a couple of hands here, Sister Glover and then whoever else. Right. And, um, and, and in terms of having a part, uh, all three of the servants had a part. Nobody was left out. And um, that's how we've got to feel is, okay, I have a, a part. I have a responsibility. I have uh, something I'm going to give an account for. And we do it not out of fear. That, that's not the motivation. We do it because you can win, and, um, and that power is, is going to be there. Praise God. Did somebody else have their hand? Okay. Our time is already gone. Thank you so much for helping with the lesson here today, because I didn't study it. <laughs> it's just a, a, a common, a very common uh, parable uh, that shows definitely we have a part, uh, in terms of ownership, in, in terms of um, participation, and, but we also have a part in terms of accountability. And so, let's measure everything out here, make sure we're fulfilling God's plan the way he would have us to. Amen. Brother Mike. Right. So it's no wonder that the, the judgment there was, thou, what, slothful? Um, how did he say it? Wicked and slothful. My goodness. I definitely don't want those terms attached to uh, my assessment. I want to do a work for the Lord. Praise God. All right. Our worship service coming up. God bless you. Thank you for participating here today.